Welcome to the Women Abroad Podcast. I'm your host, Lisette Esquivel. This show is part of the section Women Who Inspire, where you will learn stories and experiences of successful female expats from all over the world. They will share with us the secret that nobody is willing to tell you about living overseas. Welcome to another episode of Women Abroad. My name is Lisa Esquivel, Global Editor at Wellum.com. And today we have a different program, special program. As you know, we're always talk about cities or specific uh, custom tradition of a city. But today, uh, we, let's do something different. I want to show you a community, talk about community called Internations, that it's very important that you know and more about this. And for this case, I have a special guest. Her name is Catherine. Um, she left her native Germany at the age of 19, initially only to study in the UK. After completing her BA in Literature and Mother Languages at University of Essex, which also led her to France for nine months, and her MPhil in European Literature and Culture at the University of Cambridge. Oh my God, Cambridge. Amazing experience. She moved to London and worked as a multilingual editor and proofreader for a few years. Her wish to be closer to nature and to look for new career opportunities led her back to Munich, where she started working for Internations in 2010. She's responsible for corporate communication, brand strategy and engagement, and content production. So it's such a pleasure to talk to you, Kathleen. Thank you very much for being here today with us in Women Abroad. Hello, Lizette. Thank you very much for inviting me. I'm very glad to be here and talk to you today. Yeah. So, well, in the beginning, you know, you, um, you, are, an, you are not an expat now, but you were an expat. So tell us more about your experience. How was your experience living outside of Germany? That's right. Yeah, I was an expat and I was fairly young when I became an expat for the first time. I just finished school, you know, I'd lived with my parents up until then. And then all of a sudden I was abroad <laughs> in a different country. But of course, when you're young, you don't, think about it like that that much so if, you know if, I think if I were to move abroad now I would have more worries but back then I just went for it and I think I mean it was a great experience it, in, in general it was the the first five years where as a student which is a totally different setup than again because it's kind of in between you know being a child and being a proper grown-up. Um, so it, it was a period for me where I was anyways still developing my personality and then doing all that in a different country was a, a really amazing experience for me because it just opened different perspectives. It, 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 you know, it, it helps you learn more about yourself, especially at such a young age. It's, it's quite an eye-opening experience, I feel, to to see yourself and also your own country and your own culture from a different perspective again, from a different viewpoint. Um, and I met so many international people, especially while living in the UK. So not just 
British people, but people from all over the world um, at university there. And it really influenced me. I think it made me the person I am today, really. Um, it, yeah, it, it was, it, it really How many shaped. years, how many years did you live abroad? Of, uh... So, altogether 10 years. Um, so, yeah, I left 10 years Germany. out of Germany? Wow. 10 years out of Germany, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> at the time I moved back to Germany, I... I had spent one third of my life actually living abroad. So that is quite a, a big chunk of, <laughs> of my life um, back then. So, yeah. But. And for example, you, you study in one of the best universities in the, in the world, you know, Cambridge, it's wow. So tell us a little bit about this. How, how was your experience studying in such an amazing university with very prestigious, famous, uh, all over the world. Tell us about uh, this experience. Yeah, it was um, for me a bit intimidating, I have to say, because, you know, before that I was, you know, I, I, li I like I being at school. I found it interesting. I also I found it fairly easy in a way. And also at my, my first degree, my bachelor's degree, I really enjoyed it a lot. And um, I didn't have to work too hard and then all of a sudden I, I came to Cambridge and I was surrounded by so many <laughs> intimidatingly intelligent people <laughs> and I felt yeah. a bit out of place at first. I thought, oh my god, what am I doing here? Um, <laughs> why am I here? Um, but yeah, there again, I mean, looking back now, I think I could have made more of it because it's such an amazing opportunity to meet you know, incredible people. And I was a little bit shy at the, at the time, just because also because of the surroundings. I mean, no one ever made me feel inadequate or something. That was more like something inside me where I thought, mm, this is a bit intimidating now. <laughs> so the people were nice, not, they, you, you did never uh, felt discriminated for the people because you are from Germany, you know, fine no it, it's such an international place really um it's of course you have in your own head you have sometimes at least i had these barriers with you know not english not being my native language and then um sometimes even though i'd lived in england for a long time then already um i still sometimes felt a little bit yeah, just not not able to contribute as much as I would like to, just because I was not communicating in my native language, um, which maybe made the experience a bit more difficult than it could have been. But but that wasn't something that was coming from outside. I think that was more like a barrier I had in my head, basically. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's hard. One of the best universities in the world and also in speaking and adding your mother tongue, well, it's complicated. No? You know, the same happens with me and with this podcast. Um, most of the episodes are in Spanish because it's my mother tongue. I feel more comfortable speaking in Spanish, but also it's important, you know, for have um, other type of audience to speak in another language. So it's intimidating in the beginning, but little by little you feel comfortable. 
yeah, like yeah. Dutch cases. And for example, you live in England and in France. Uh, what country did you like the most, and why? <laughs> that that's a, a difficult question because the experience was so different. In I lived in England for a lot longer, so I had more time to settle in to really get to know the people and and the culture and um in france i was very much in my little international student bubble i have to say to i'm a bit ashamed of that but i didn't because i knew i was only gonna be there for nine months i knew i wasn't i didn't make as much effort as i think i should have done to really connect with local people more and to really you know get to know the culture better um so just because of that i have to say i enjoyed my time in in england more because it, it was longer and it gave me more time to really open up to you know the culture and the people and to to better you were more used things. to that culture of england because you live more time there it's obvious and but in, in, in case of france uh maybe some mm, something that you remember that you like it a lot for example maybe the food or something that you remember they said wow friends or the wine no <laughs> the <laughs> <That's> wine <laughs> yes <laughs> no I, i was in i was living in lyon and um i'm i don't eat meat and i'm already back then i was a vegetarian and the Although French cuisine is of course very famous, the cuisine in Lyon is very meat heavy. So I didn't, I couldn't benefit from it as much as um, I wish. Well, the cheese, cheese, bread, and wine. You yes. have options. Friends have the best cheeses in the world. So cheese, cheese, very cheese. True. I, I ate a lot of cheese <laughs> and had a lot of wine. <laughs> Definitely, wow. but I liked. I liked. It's a very beautiful city, Lyon. It really is, and I, everyone who has the opportunity to go, I would fully recommend it. Um, you know, it's very pretty, and it's also very. There's a lot of cultural things going on there. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I heard that they have a lot of museums, right? Museums, cultural places. Exactly, yeah. But the food is not so good. I didn't know that they uh, they eat a lot of meat. You know, I, I just, when I think in, in France, I think cheese, wine, bread, desserts, that's it. But now that it's so big in, in meat in, in this area, I don't know if all France, but in Lyon. Yeah, in Lyon, I, 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 I don't think it has changed. Back then, it certainly was a, a lot of sausages and... <laughs> <laughs> it's curious because you're from Germany and you know Germany is very famous for the sausages and all the stuff that you your food is not it's kind of meat heavy as you yes. mentioned and you yes. are out of this well curious it's curious that yes. you're a vegetarian being <laughs> from Germany oh my gosh <laughs> I know it's <a> strange <laughs> uh, Catherine now let's talk about internations the company that you work for Uh, tell us what uh, about internations what is it what is internations well so internations is a community um for people who live abroad and um or people who want to move abroad um and it's um i can tell you a bit about the the founding story you know how it was 
yeah, yeah, um, tell us. Found it and when, if you're interested. So, um, so Intonations was launched in um, 2007, and it was the idea of the two founders who are still our CEOs now, 14 years later. And um, the two of them first met while they were studying abroad, um, and then they both went off to pursue their careers in different countries and on different continents. And several years and many countries later, um, they met again and talked about their experiences abroad and they realized that, you know, despite having lived in so many different places, there were quite a few experiences and challenges that, that were universal, so to say. So, you know, that experience of having to start all over again when, you know, when day-to-day -day tasks that you don't even think about when you live in your home country, then all of a sudden they, you know, turn into a big challenge or something new and exciting. Yeah. Um, or, you know, simply the fact that you don't have a support network. Maybe you only know one or two people. Maybe you know no one at all. Um, or you probably don't have any friends. You might not speak the local language. So at the beginning, it's a very, it can be a very challenging experience. The and food, the language, the that food. your family don't come with you or your friends, as you mentioned. Yeah, very exactly. difficult. Yeah. And yeah, but so... You know, that is very exciting, definitely, but it can be unsettling and, and challenging. And, and that's exactly how the idea for Intonations was born, um, because it, it was basically two friends who, based on their own experiences of living abroad, wanted to offer other people who are in that same situation the opportunity to connect with others and to establish a support network, to find information, to share their hobbies and interests, and, you know, ultimately to find friends and feel at home, really. And, and yeah, so the idea caught on. I mean, Intonations has grown quite a bit since then. Um, we have more than 4 million members and communities in 420 cities all around the world, um, you know, in all countries, really, from Albania to Zimbabwe um, to and everything in between um, following the alphabet. Um, so yeah, it's basically wherever you go, usually you can find an international community near you. And yeah, we've, I mean, we, we hear beautiful stories from our members as well. So, you know, people who have met their best friends through our community, um, couples who met at an international event and share photos of their wedding with us um it's wow. yeah it's it's really rewarding when you see that and do you remember in uh, for example maybe there there are hundreds of stories that you know uh but maybe if you you can remember one or two that are particular special for you or really touch you uh because we're special and that, uh, because it's, it'll be good for people who who um, know you know, more in detail or in a specific story. We love stories, you know, everybody uh, loves stories. So maybe if you can tell us one or two that really were special for you, touch you, say, oh my gosh, I remember this story of, of love, this couple. I would be very um, interesting for our audience that you tell us. Um, I, can, I can tell you one that's for me, it has personal significance because I know the people very well. And I first met um, them when I, when I was living in France, in Lyon. Um, I met this 
um, American girl who was living in the same house as I was and we got on well and then we went out together sometimes and um, we one evening we met her future husband together um, so I'd like a club I took her to and he was working there and that was all prior to internations of course but um, the the beautiful thing is they've then since then they've lived they've been together they've lived in many different countries they've lived in Germany they've lived in in the UK as well in Scotland and when they were living in Scotland and I was living in London um, <clears throat> they sent me an invitation to internations to join internations as a member um, that was before I was working for internations of course and and ever since then I have this connection to internations and to them because then um, they they basically wherever they moved they were involved with internations and they started organizing events um, you know they have they built the whole network of friends um, in all the different places they moved to they always built their whole network of friends through internations and then I remember when their first when their child was born they sent they sent us a picture and we sent them a little um how do you call them a little bib is some you know the thing that babies wear when they eat oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> when they don't uh, when they are eating uh, yeah yeah, yeah. Exactly. i don't remember that name because i don't have kids <laughs> yeah. me neither i don't know the but name i understand that yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Exactly. So we sent them a little thing with the international logo on it saying I'm a global mind. And, you know, they're still going. They're still organizing events. Well, currently not so much, obviously, because of the pandemic situation. But um, and I just think it's a beautiful story because it's been going on for such a long time. And there's this really close connection with the with the community. So if I understand you correctly, uh, they were inspired by international they meet in, not for international but they were inspired by the international and when they move uh they always start a group or, or participate in a group and and they are like um like a big fans of internations yeah yeah exactly. that's amazing the, the whole family is somehow involved with this and it's it's just nice <laughs> i think wow that's nice yeah i think it, that is one of the reasons that i i'm contact you because it was important that people know uh, when you move uh, usually in the beginning as you mentioned it's hard complicated especially if you are a family oriented as the Latinos as myself I'm a Latina uh, it, for us is more difficult than if you are an American or European um, for that for the family um, relations that we have so international is a good way to start uh, to make new friends, uh, feel part of that community. And I remember the, the, um, the headquarters are in Germany, right? Because the mm -hmm. founders are, are from Germany as well? Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Yeah, yeah I remember. So it's, it's, it's nice that, you know, uh, people, uh, the Germans created this for the world. It's a gift for, yeah. for the world. I see it that way. That's a nice way of seeing it, definitely. <laughs> 
Okay, and tell us now about your role, Catherine. Uh, you, I mentioned before that you're responsible for corporate communication, but maybe you know not all people understand the concept. So can you explain your activities um, that you do in, in international schools? Yes, I can. It's, um, it's a lot actually because it has grown over the year because I've, I've been with the company for 10 years now. And when I started, I was responsible for the, well, not even responsible. I was just writing content. Um, you know, we have these expat guides on the website as well. And we have the International's magazine where we have um, we publish articles about what's going on in our community, some insights and what's happening around the world, also some personal stories from members um, and also, um, yeah, maybe articles about, you know, some, we call them expat life hacks about tips and tricks for settling in and for dealing with culture shock or dealing with homesickness. Uh, or missing your friends and family, things like that. So, so that's, that's how I started. And then it, it grew from then on. And um, now with the, the corporate communication part came after that, which is about, of course, there's some public relations work involved. Um, there's also, it's about internal communication. So that's nothing that people outside will notice but it's it's also it's a lot about communicating with the team especially now we we all work from home so we, we haven't been to the office for a whole year now basically because of the pandemic yeah um, so it's the challenge is to keep people together you know to keep us as a team to keep up our corporate culture and the nice spirit we have or we had in the office and that's partly the job of, of my team as well, the internal communication. So that's also part of the, um, the corporate communication. Then our social media activities, for example, we are um, international is on, on Instagram and on Facebook and on LinkedIn, where we just, we share useful content, but we're also really happy if people want to engage with as there if they want to share pictures of events they attended or activities they attended, for example. Um, and yeah, that, that's also part of the job then. <laughs> Video production, um, so not just articles and text, but also we have some videos. We mainly have videos for, um, for, 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 for our ambassadors and consuls, you know, people who organize events and activities around the world. Um, we have videos for them, welcome videos or best practice videos and all this um, is also part of my job. Um, and a lot of work. A, a lot, lot of work. work, yes. Yeah, I see. <laughs> yes, okay. and, and the headquarters are in Munich? Yeah, yeah, in Munich. Nice. Correct. And for, um, if uh, we try to be more, for example, many, maybe the women and men who are listening to us, may, um, mainly uh, what, what this, this uh, podcast is for women, but of course uh, the men are welcome. But in general for the people, if, uh, the, if they are listening to us right now, what uh, things came from, because maybe they, they, they're not related in a specific, they don't understand exactly, 
in my case, yeah, because I'm a member too. Mm -hmm. But what can people find in this community? If I'm an expat, I go to the website. What can I find? What the benefits that I can uh, get if I belong to internationals? Um, so yeah, so you can. It, the main thing is it's it's really about connecting with other international people. I think that's the main aim. That's the main benefit and. And most often that's in the city you currently live in, but it, it can also be in a city you travel to frequently for work, for example, or in a city you're planning to move to. And, and so, yeah, so you can connect with people who are in a similar situation to you or have been in a similar situation and can therefore share valuable advice, for example. So that's one benefit. You can meet people. I mean, that's the, the biggest thing is really to be able to meet people at our events um, so we have um, big social events and you will know them in, in popular venues that are organized um, or you can meet them in smaller interest-based groups um, so we basically have groups for everything for every hobby or interest um, you can imagine from arts and crafts to all types of sports, live music, groups, uh, business networking, meditation, mushroom hunting, <laughs> you name it really. Hundreds, yeah. <laughs> it depends on the country, you know. I've noticed that, for example, if you go to a community, even from the same country in a different city, because uh, the, the, um, the international has per, uh, for city. You know, for example, I live in Mexico. There is one group in Mexico City, another group in, in Guadalajara where I left and maybe in Monterrey, for example, that are the yeah. biggest cities. But and the groups in, in Guadalajara are not the same, the Mexico City, or the same in the USA, if you go to Washington, to New York, to Florida, it's, uh, you know, it's different, right? Exactly, it's different. It really depends. It depends a bit on the local culture and it depends very much on what the members in that city are interested in because they are, the, these groups are open by members, so it's not us who say, okay, let's have a football group and then we do it, but it's more like members want to meet and play football together, so we open a football group. Um, so that's, that's the way it works. And I think it's, it's nice because, like I imagine if I want to move abroad now, I'm, I'm really into cycling. I love cycling. It's my biggest hobby. And here, I, of course, I know people who to do it with. If I move to a new country now, I don't know anyone to do it with, but I want to continue doing my, what I love. So, so that's the nice thing, you know, you can just see there's probably a group for that on intonation. So I can join people, other people get to know them and at the same time do what I like doing. And I think that's really the biggest benefit. That's how you need connect, to connect. But also, Catherine, tell us about the publications. As uh, you mentioned before, the, the, the articles that are, I think that they are very useful, that the topics and the guides. I saw there are some guides, but I don't, I, I don't know exactly what it is, the guides. Tell us about the articles and the guides that you have. Yeah, so um, the, the guides, um, they are, it's, it's like a, it's like a tourist guide, but for experts, basically. So it's, um, they've been around for many years and they contain useful tips and information on more than, I don't know, a hundred destinations. I think we cover, um, 
you know, it's about visa regulations for certain countries or things like that. You need to know also how to find accommodation, what to watch out for, um, but also more general topics like about dealing with culture shock, moving abroad with family and kids, um, things like that. Um, but the, the thing about the guides is um, we're actually um, in the process of migrating them to our new startup. I don't know if you've heard about it, um, Internations Go. That's, it's a new platform we have um, and it helps people organize their move abroad. So at Internations mm. Go, we offer consultancy calls, for example, to you know help you find the right services for your move based on your individual needs. So maybe you, you need someone like an actual moving company or maybe you need someone who helps you find accommodation um, in, in that city you're moving to. So you can book these services through Internations Go. And we think that the guides have a better place there actually, because that's the moment when you need information. You know, when you're about to move somewhere, that's when you want to research all this information. So that's, yeah, they, they, will, they will be found on a different website in the future. Um, so in the name is Internations Go? Internations Go, exactly. Oh, yeah. no, I didn't know. So, but it, still you're working on it? So you're going to launch soon? Or it's already It's already available? live. It's already live, but just started. Of course, the pandemic made starting very difficult because not a lot of people were moving abroad in the last... No, difficult. <laughs> yes. No. So maybe that's also why you haven't heard of it because there wasn't a big launch in that way because it's a difficult time, of course, currently. But um, yeah, we, we, things are... You also up. have uh, some, I have seen some kind of discounts in airlines, different services, financial services. Uh, this is a benefit for being part of the community, right? Yeah, we have a, a partner offers section, which is, um, it's a fairly new thing actually, because while well, we're currently working on expanding it. So the idea is to, um, to be able to offer our members special deals with other companies, um, which offer relevant services, like you said, maybe airlines, um, or, I mean, we started with a special deal for um, for premium members from, from sixth rent a car. So um, you get special conditions for car rentals if you need one. And we're, we're currently looking into getting more partners on board. So, you know, probably something related to language learning, maybe banking, accommodation, things that everyone needs, but also expats need very much at a certain point in their expat life. Um, so that's, yeah, that's something we offer and there will be more in the future. So this is just the beginning of that currently. Yeah, little by little. Now that you mentioned the memberships, um, well, I remember, I'm not sure uh, you tell us, uh, there are two types of, of member memberships. One that is basic is for free and the other that you have to pay. So tell us uh, the difference between, well, what the benefits from the, the, the free the free one and the benefits of the one who you who you need to uh, you need to pay, and what is the the fee? Uh, this way that the people can see the differences mm -hmm. between one and so, the other. 
Yeah, so exactly. So you're, you're right. So the, we have a basic membership, which is free and it lets you network online. So, you know, you can, you can use the forum, you can connect with people, um, you can read the International Magazine articles that I mentioned earlier. And you can also attend the big official events um, everywhere in the world, basically. Um, and then we have the premium membership, which we call Albatross membership. Um, that's because the Albatross is in our logo. Um, so that's <laughs> um, the reason for that. And, and that Albatross membership, um, that, for example, gives you also access to all the different groups that I mentioned earlier and the group activities that are organized there. Um, so that's an ex exclusive benefit of the, the Albatross membership. Um, and you also get free or reduced entry to the big official events that everyone can attend. But for Albatross members, it's usually for free um, yeah, and, and it costs, it depends on the local currency a bit, but it, and, and, and on the term you pick, you know, you can, you can become a, a, a premium member for three months or for six months or for 12 months. But the, the cost is usually between 100 and $150 per year, depending on where or you, you are live. Based. Yeah, but dollars is a university currency. So people yeah. can understand in dollars, they convert to their, uh, their currency. Okay, yeah. so it's important people know uh, the benefits and they can be part of uh, internationals. Uh, what in, can you rem uh, tell me, I don't remember, uh, how many countries um, is internationals uh, available? So it's, <laughs> it's 166 wow. <laughs> countries and territories. So yeah, it's really available in a lot of countries and of course we have countries where we have a lot of communities um, like the US for example um, and then there are countries although we we have a community there um, there's maybe not there just aren't so many people there like I think we even have one in Micronesia or something you know <laughs> but it's wow. it is yeah, it, it's an international network and usually wherever you go, you can find an international community somewhere near you. <laughs> a lot of countries, yeah, in a lot of countries. And well, it's also important to mention that uh, the, the official language in all the groups is in English, right? Well, if, for example, Mexico, in general, the, the ambassador, um, the, the, well, now we're, you know, uh, it's on hold, but the 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 former ambassador, um, his name is Simon. He's from Scotland, so but he 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 speaks some, some Spanish. In general, no, it's very basic or basically done. He he doesn't speak Spanish, but uh, the official language is in all the places is uh, English, and of course the people uh, can can speak in their language or whatever, but the communication with the for example with the headquarters it's in english right All yeah english. exactly you're right yeah so it's the the official language and we make a point of it that members communicate in english at the events and etc to, to include everyone because that's usually the language 
most people speak at least a little bit um, because we do have members from all around the world and that was just the easiest way to ensure that that everyone can communicate um, at least you know to, to some extent but what we do have is uh, um, we have usually we have a lot of different language and culture groups so even if you're based like here like i am for example in munich in munich we would also have a french language and culture group we have a spanish language and culture group and then people meet explicitly to speak spanish together or to speak french together but it's a special group not in the exactly. big event right yeah exactly yeah yeah here is the same uh well in the past before uh covid 19 um here um in mexico well speaking in in english in the, the general events but there are some groups from french and from german people love the german language here very much <laughs> why i don't know, I don't know. <laughs> it's very difficult <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i don't like your language so sorry <laughs> sounds like oh my gosh no 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 i love french <laughs> very much uh, i love english as well, obviously uh, but you know here is very popular uh, French and German. Okay, so, uh, interesting. That's good. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that sounds I, I like a no, no, no. Understand that you don't like German. It's fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Even yourselves, oh, no, no, no. I don't like my language. <laughs> it depends on that, you know. And also, it's extremely hard. Yeah. Uh, you know, compared to other languages. Well, there are people who love, or they have to. Well, here in Mexico, there are some some companies who are from that are uh, are are part of the cluster um, from automotive uh, cluster as Continental. That it's a mm -hmm. it's a German company. Yeah. So that's why some people are forced to learn the language. Uh, okay. Yeah. That's the why. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway. So, <laughs> Catherine. Uh, do you know if there there are some special groups for women? There are. Um, we have some women-only groups, um, but they're not in all countries um, or all communities. So um, I think currently we have 88 um, and we usually open them when there's, as with all the groups, when there's a lot of interest from members in a certain community or maybe also um, in communities where maybe it's not so common for women and men to mix freely. Um, mm. So yeah, it really depends a bit on, on demand. Um, but I mean, yeah, London and Munich, for example, they have three women only groups each and then others. Wow, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. In Mexico, yeah. no, I don't think there are any, but for, for example, you mentioned some countries where men and women, for, for example, the, the, some countries in Middle East? For example, yeah. I mean, we have, for example, in Riyadh, we have, I think we even have two women's only groups. So, yeah, some, exactly. So, so in, that, in that case, it's because uh, the culture is, you know, um, it's not okay to, uh, to, uh, to mingle with women and men together? Yeah, exactly. Or, or at least for some sort of activities, like we have, um, like for example, sporty activities like yoga, 
they would be offered then in the women only group because it's just not common I think for men and women if they're not related to do sports together and you know and the sweaty and you you know so the people have uh, wear clothes that are very tight and that can exactly. be exactly mm -hmm. yeah yeah so in, the, in such cases, of course, um, it, it's common sense in a way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, inter I didn't know that. Interesting to know. You know, it's a different a variety of activities, groups, etc. So, internations, I think it's a great option for the people who are moving and can foster uh, that you have um, easier, uh, you know, life in your new home. Um, so I think that people can join and can you tell us uh, that where the people can find you, the social media, the website, anyways, I, I will type it in, the, um, in Spotify, but anyways, if you can mention here, uh, the people can, can contact you uh, on social media, uh, the website, whatever. Mm -hmm. So the website is just um, internations.org. Um, and you can, yeah, you find all the information you, there, you can look at it. And then if you want to join, you just fill in a short registration form. And, um, yeah, because you mentioned it earlier, it is one of the criteria actually. So people need to speak English to a certain level because we want to ensure this inclusivity on the platform that everyone can communicate. So that's one of the criteria for people who want to join. Um, um, but yeah, other than that, it's a fairly simple process. Um, of course, it is, a, it is a community for people who live abroad um, or who want to move abroad. So what's also important for us is that there's an international background, at least. So either you live abroad or you have lived abroad because um, it's a very... Um, it's very much part of the spirit of internations that people have this openness to, you know, other countries, other cultures and have experienced life abroad, basically. Um, so that, that's also very important. But then, yeah, other than that, you can you just join um, and you can also first check out our social media profiles. So it, and, um, on Facebook, we are as internations and also on Instagram on Twitter and on LinkedIn, you can find us. Um, yeah, <laughs> I think. So the people the can join and, and, and be part of, of this and, and mingle with uh, interesting, fascinating people. In my case, I have, uh, I have, um, I have met very uh, nice people and not, not always for, friend, for friendship, you know, but for business, for example, mm -hmm. some time ago, I needed a lawyer uh, for uh, some uh, a situation that I had with the American visa, and the lawyer helped me with uh, with information, just some uh, um, some tips, and it was fascinating because uh, he I found him in internations. Otherwise, it would be extremely difficult to find that the lawyer who speaks perfect Spanish, English, and. I, I think that it was a very good contact and people from other activities, uh, from all backgrounds. So it's very, um, very helpful. And 
it's a good opportunity, you know, for people to expand the, the horizon and enjoy their new home. So, yeah. Catherine, thank you very much for your time and for sharing with us a little bit about internations. Thank you so much, Lisette. I enjoyed talking to you very much. And I hope you continue to enjoy your internations experience. <laughs> sure, of course, yeah. So, see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening. Visit our website, www.wellum.com, section Women Who Fire. And don't miss our next episode.